well like Caleb. Caleb just felt like he got beat out, so he left. Um, but that's his choice. Um, um, you know, you're going to have different things. I, I mentioned this to the portal. I think now everybody's coming around to the portal, realizing the portal is there for a variety of reasons. Um, players can get more money in the NIL. They can be a player that's late in their career and just says, I want to do something different. I want to go somewhere new. Or a guy says, I'm not going to be a starter. I want to go be a starter. As of now, we have one guy, which would be Caleb, and he didn't feel like he was going to start here and that he was going to lose his job, and so he wanted to go somewhere else. I'm not a big fan of the portal in the spring because it's extremely difficult to replace roster numbers, but I don't make the rules and standards. I just adjust to them as they go. Well, there you have it. There's Gundy talking about the situation there um, with Etienne entering the portal. That's tough. At a place like Oklahoma State, you know, they've already lost a lot of guys. And to have a guy that was in a battle for a starting tackle spot, you know, feel like he got beat out and then enter the portal, I, it's so hard to go through a season – with no attrition on the offensive line and to have like a quality depth player like that yep. leave is that's brutally well, difficult. And that's the point is that, well, some will say, well, he just said there, they didn't think that he would win the starting spot. Well, regardless, like you'd like to have some depth that tackle yeah. because depth and ta- it's a tackle is, is a hard thing to have. A lot of times you're going from someone who's, Maybe played a whole lot of football to someone who's played no football whatsoever on one of the most important positions in all the offense. So I don't think we hear a lot of uh, like big time programs out there after spring ball lose really good players that are that are hard to replace. But at your mid level, lower level schools, that definitely happens after spring. And he's right, man. That's hard to adjust to. What stinks is perhaps. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know much of him as a player. Frankly, I know nothing of him as a player. Like someone somewhere may lose a starting job because like, he decided to jump in the portal because maybe he got beat out in spring at Oklahoma State. You know what I'm saying? It's like it, he's not – he probably won't be transferring up and it probably won't be lateral. It'll probably be down a little BYU's bit. BYU is where he's playing next year. Oh, that's right. I, yeah. f- I forgot that he he got on somewhere So what else. do you call that? Do you call that up, down, or lateral? Uh, that's lateral. OSU to BYU. That's lateral. Right now, I would I would consider it lateral. I mean, at, at some points, Oklahoma State's clearly better than BYU, but I think they're, they're starting. They're at the down portion of their wave, and they'll climb back. But I, it's just. Even when someone leaves somewhere, like, there's going to be a loser at another school because perhaps this guy's jumped in the portal and he's going to come in and, and take your job and maybe you end up transferring and going to taking somewhere else's someone else's job. It's just a I don't know. I did. I do it's like. It's like the we're part, treading water. I do know? like the part where he says, uh, "I think people are now are realizing that players are hopping in the portal for nil opportunities or to find somewhere else where they can yeah. play." It's like, well, I think that we've we've realized that for a while, but yeah, sure, I, that is definitely a reason that uh, people hop in the portal after spring ball. Yeah, that's that is true, Mike. <laughs> it's, it's like. Uh... 
he's the one that had the grand revelation at some yeah, point. Yeah. Like that's what it was going to happen. It was like the uh, 2019 season. Like, well, I was up till two 30, you know, <laughs> OU's an option team is what they are. Well, it's now the, the ball is in ESPN's court. Are they going to write an article saying Gundy was right all along about the, uh, the transfer portal? Drew from Flower Mound says Gundy's turtles into the transfer portal to find new greener pastures like his players. Well, I doubt that's going to happen. Uh, from the 405 POS, calling a kid out like that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. See, this is. I don't think he's calling him out. He's just calling out the situation. He's saying he left because he didn't think he was going to start. Uh, here's the deal, man. And. I, there, there, there's definitely a fine line in college football. It's not, it's not the NFL, and so whenever you know it's a business and you know what the the stakes are, you're fair game to be called out. College isn't quite that, but when the NIL and transfer portal was passed, clearly to benefit the players like you're leaning towards professional football and like you're losing the the ability to just say well these are just kids you know what i'm saying oh yeah so i i don't i don't really agree with the text i mean i i understand where it's coming from but i we've 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 moved closer towards the nfl where this is they're actually like I think there's litigation going on right now, and a lot of people feel like perhaps they're going to be paid employees of universities coming soon. Uh, real quick, the uh, back to the ESPN FPI list yeah. before we get back to the spring game. So here's where every Big 12 team was ranked, just to kind of because this 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 conference is so unpredictable going into the year. But here's just kind of a list of where teams are listed in the uh, ESPN Football Power Index. Texas is five, OU's eleven, TCU seventeen. Tech is 22, Baylor's 23, UCF is 26, Kansas State is 27, OSU's 38, Iowa State 43, Cincinnati 48, Houston 54, West Virginia 57, BYU at 60, and the Liberty Bowl runner-up Kansas Jayhawks at number 68. Mm. So I I don't think KU's going to finish last in the league this year. I think that they are heavily probably weighing what's happened uh, probably the past two or three years there. More right. than, you know. Yeah. Well. Um, but BYU, man, uh, all the way back at 60, second to last in the conference. It's interesting. Yeah. I, New team's not ranked very high outside of UCF, I guess. It's – it's well, they haven't had a whole lot of um, like recent success like – it's going to be difficult for those schools. I guess Cincinnati has uh, had recent success, and that would factor in. And I think they've recruited somewhat um, well. But yeah, it fall. Here's the after the top fifteen, there's a dramatic fall off, and it gets way more difficult to to place the teams in front of one another. Like after you get past Tennessee um, or uh, Utah, rather, a you start to get into some real inconsistent football teams that, you know, Ole Miss is number sixteen. I they got to figure out their quarterback situation. Uh, Ole Miss is 
a very volatile program from one year to the next. Huh. Well, look A&M. at last year. It, it only it yeah. only took them one year. Like started off seven and zero, and then won like one game down the yeah. down the stretch. Yeah, for that's, sure. that's what I'm saying. Like Oregon State is number twenty four. Like I, Oregon State is a program that's on the come up. They've done some good things. They've you know they're much better than they've been in years past. But like. How confident are you? Not nah, with the big tw- with the way the Pac-12 looks this year. Yeah. Sure, they could just fall somewhere in the middle. So absolutely. After after 15, I feel like it's pretty much every man for himself. Uh, side note, just because you mentioned Utah, yeah. and I randomly uh, found this out yesterday, Utah's non-conference consists of Florida at mm. home and at Baylor in consecutive weeks. Tough. Along with the uh, Pac-12 that we think might be. As good as it's been in a while. It's tough, but I think they win both those football games. I think they definitely beat Florida. Um, we'll we'll see about Baylor. We'll see about I, – I feel a lot better about them beating Florida than I do Baylor. Yeah, Baylor, Baylor – I I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of worried about Baylor rebuilding like I thought they would. I think – I think McGuire was – was meant more to that program than maybe I I have had given him credit for. Like Baylor saying while while McGuire was there was finding the diamonds in the rough in Texas football, high school football, and bringing them in and developing those guys into outstanding college football players, physical, hard nosed defense, um, capable offense. Like, last year they fell off pretty bad, yeah. and they're going to lose even more players from that group. Uh, we got Bob Stoops coming up next segment. Let's hit on the spring game uh, before we hit a break. Is the right way to approach this spring game as a fan almost like watching an NBA game? Really don't pay attention to the scoring for the first three and a half quarters and then the final five minutes actually pay attention to what the scoreboard looks like? Just look for individual mm. players and then look up with five minutes left and say, all right, I've seen all this. Okay, the score is that. All right, let's start really paying attention to the scoring uh, now. Let's see what happens. You know, honestly, I would say scoring-wise, it's a exact inverse of an NBA playoff game. Only pay attention to the first five minutes, and then after that, as starters get pulled out and you get – deeper and deeper down the roster it's going to matter less like early on true first offense versus first defense your best players rolling in early like that may be the best sure, like view. if the defense were to win this game or whatever I, I, there's going to be a take either way like whoever loses this game you're going to be oh my gosh we got to be concerned about that well, not necessarily because the guys down roster, like you're kind of mentioning here, are probably the ones that are going to win or lose the game on Saturday. Yeah. Guys that may not play meaningful snaps this year. Second half will be almost exclusively guys that are two and three so deep keep, and further keep down. So keep score for the first and second teamers and mm-hmm. then just reset the scoreboard in the uh, middle third, late fourth when everyone else is in there. It honestly might be like the first four drives would probably be where you keep score. And then after that, it's you're just – I mean, you're watching individual players the whole time, but really starting to watch them after those first four drives. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Bob Stoops joins us next. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. 
The Landers Tire Event starts right now at Landers Auto Group. Buy four tires, get free lifetime tire rotations, a $100 Landers gift card, and more. Come in now for the Landers Tire Event at Landers Auto Group. See dealer for details. The Landers Tire Event starts right now at Landers Auto Group. Buy four tires, get free lifetime tire rotations, a $100 Landers gift card, and more. Come in now for the Landers Tire Event at Landers Auto Group. See dealer for details. Give Hill the bird with Mallard Construction and Roofing. Mallard Construction and Roofing is your full-service residential roofing and restoration company. Family owned and operated, Mallard wants to make a difference in every aspect of the process from bidding to completion of the job. As 2023 Reader's Choice Awards Best Roofer, we have all the tools necessary to make your job successful. Give Hill the bird today and call Mallard Construction and Roofing at 405-364-4501 for your free quote. Entrepreneurs and Moore Norman in South Oklahoma City have an experienced business partner in their neighborhood. Moore Norman Technology Center's workforce and economic development team understands the challenges entrepreneurs and small businesses face every day. From building an effective business model to hiring the right employees and managing cash flow, Moore Norman's business development experts can help you move forward confidently and thrive knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about Moore Norman's Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000 or visit us online at mntc.edu. Stop looking and start booking your game day hotel at NCED Conference Center and Hotel. We have great game day specials, classic queen bed or king bedrooms, premium king rooms, and a variety of classic and premium suites to choose from. Just click nced-hotel.com or call 405-447-9000. Enjoy the Sooners and stay at NCED Hotel, located on Highway 9, just 10 minutes east of Owen Field. Call today to reserve your game day hotel, 405-447-9000, or online at nced-hotel.com. Balfour of Norman on Campus Corner has been Sooner Fans' place to go for OU gear for more than 45 years. Once again, voted best place in Norman to buy OU merchandise. Locally owned, Jerry and Libby invite you to stop by and see what is new. Graduation is just around the corner, and Balfour has a great selection of diploma frames in stock, as well as great gifts for your grad. Or maybe you need a gift or gift card for a high school grad that is coming to OU. You will also find shirts and hats for Sooner Baseball and some exclusive softball designs, as well as gymnastics and all OU teams. Go to a game or meet, stop by and get some of the newest gear. Also, be sure to check Balfour's new jewelry from Fan Glen. It's awesome, and so are the new Gooder sunglasses. So whether you're looking for the latest styles and designs in shirts and hats from great brands like Jordan, Nike, Champion, Pressbox, and many others, or OU gifts and collectibles, Come to Balfour or shop online at crimsonproud.com, where you will find everything sooner. We all make choices about alcohol. Kids make choices whether to drink or not. Bye, Dad. Remember, I'm going to Alex's party tonight and sleeping over. Hey, Em, remind me about that party again. And adults make choices whether to talk about it. That's true of parents and every other trusted adult in a kid's life. Kids want to know our expectations, and they want honest answers in everyday conversations. So talk with your kids and help lead them on a positive path. Because when you talk, they hear you. Learn more at underagedrinking.samsa.gov. At Oklahoma Electric Cooperative, we value transparency. Our goal is to provide our members with reliable, affordable service, not increased profits for shareholders. We work hard to ensure our members are kept informed and satisfied with their service. That's just one way OEC is different from other electric providers. Read more in the March Co-op News Magazine or at www.okcoop.org. 
OEC, the power of connection. It is the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Week 10 of the XFL season is this weekend. You've got Houston at the Arlington Renegades, 2 o'clock on ESPN. Big game coming up for the Renegades. But let's uh, recap last week's game with head coach Bob Stoops, brought to you by Modelo. Bob, down 26-9 early in the fourth. You, you rallied to force overtime. Unfortunately, you didn't get the win, but I thought that was one of the more entertaining XFL games of the entire year. Is there anything to take away with what happened in that final fourth to, uh, to force OT? Yeah, it's just unfortunate. Yeah, we had a hell of a comeback. It makes it fun the way the rules are, you know, that gives you a chance, and uh, we took advantage of that. Just couldn't make a play in uh, overtime, you know. Couldn't couldn't come up with a a play to win it. But uh, it was a lot of fun. It's great to be a part of it. And uh, anyway, it it, it was great. It was a great, great time. And you guys are, are hosting Houston. Um, they're number one in the South Division right now. Opportunity for you guys to to lock up a, a playoff spot. This is going to be a big one. Yeah, I feel like we've, we're playing a lot better, too, just offensively in particular. A lot more uh, going on. And, and uh, Luis Perez, our quarterback's made a huge difference. So I know we're a much different team than we were the last time we played them. So, yeah, if we – can win this game we'll be in the uh playoffs so uh hopefully that'll happen and if you win that you would turn around and play houston again in the first round of the playoffs correct exactly they've already okay. clinched the playoff berth but uh so anyway oddly i was down uh, you're gonna you're gonna find this interesting i was just uh, i'm at the dfw airport exiting i was down uh all morning with uh uh with wade phillips we were both being recognized on the House floor at the Capitol in Austin, Texas, where the XFL teams were coaching. Wow. And I, the last thing I'd ever thought I'd be is welcomed at the uh, House floor in the state of Texas in Austin, Texas. <laughs> so, <laughs> fortunately, I made, I made it out unscathed, and uh, actually everybody was really uh, wonderful and welcoming, and uh, it was uh, it was great. Uh, that's really cool, and you know, I, I guess kind of to follow that trend, it was interesting to see Adrian Peterson, uh, you know, made it into the the what Texas Hall of Fame down there, and he was talking about you know, people always ask him why he didn't go to Texas, and he had a a funny little story there about Mac Brown, you know, said he uh, wasn't going to be able to compete for the starting job, and and that's what did it for him. It was a funny story. I don't know if you saw that or not, but. Uh, it was cool I to didn't. see. It was cool to see Adrian get recognized. Oh, absolutely! Who's more deserving than him? And uh, and you know, a big backstory for us. And you know, he came with us. Is uh, we didn't promise him anything, but but a chance to be the starting running back. <laughs> you know, so we weren't we weren't guaranteeing anything, but uh, but we did promise that he'd have every opportunity in practice and whatnot to be the guy and uh and you know what a what a special player so i'm i i uh we we connected last week he and i on the phone it was great to catch up with ad you still plan on being in norman on saturday i know you told us a couple weeks ago you did i just didn't know if that changed or not yeah i'm gonna be there friday for kyler murray's uh 
function Friday night and his uh, statue unveiling there, um, you know, in the morning. I'll be able to stay for an early part of the uh, spring game, and then I'm going to have to get out. Yeah, get it, back for our game on Sunday. Should be good. Weather's looking better. Should be a lot of people in town for that. It's going to be really cool to see uh, – Kyler get recognized. You know, we've been, we've been talking about the spring game, obviously a lot leading up to it. And I was just curious for you, I, what was it like, y- your first spring game as a head coach? Um, like any, any takeaways from that? Maybe did you build it up a little bit more than you did later on as a head coach? And just, it seems like they've really evolved. Uh, as long as you've been around, maybe even as a player to what you see now on television and all the recruiting that goes around them, it, it seems like they've evolved quite a bit throughout the years. Yeah, I think anymore the recruiting piece of it is, is uh, you know, that's all any of us cared about. You know, that that's the bottom line. Uh, you wanted your players that have played a lot to get through it without having injuries, and you wanted to see some young guys that hadn't played much show up and make plays like they would in the game, and that was it. Uh, we never made too much of it. Um, you know, it's it's your 15th practice of the spring, so it's uh, you can make it all of what you want, but in the end, it's you know that's what it is. It's an exhibition game. Coach Bob Stoops is our guest. Brought to you by Modelo. Houston at the Arlington Renegades, 2 p.m. Uh, Sunday on ESPN. Billy Bowman. Um, Brent's been pretty consistent throughout this spring about he feels, or it sounds like he feels pretty confident about what he's got with his defensive backs. You've seen Billy Bowman now for a couple of years. What, what do you like about his game and maybe a reason why you think he's poised to have a, a really good year three? I love everything about Billy Bowman. Man, he's a great player, uh, you know, a leader, uh, a solid guy, everything he does. And, um, you know, comes up with big plays, comes up with interceptions and, uh, you know, a reliable, tough, consistent guy. So, no, I, I love the way Billy Bowman plays. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be a, a good leader for that defense. And, um, yeah, I, I think quarterback's always a big takeaway, uh, especially whenever you've got, uh, you know, Oklahoma's got that early arrival, Jackson Arnold, five-star kid. Uh, you've got an incumbent quarterback in, in Dylan Gabriel. It's one of those things where um, you know, people are going to talk. It's what they do. Um, but I, I'm sure that they're going to want to see Jackson Arnold get out there and, and do some really nice things. But I, how, do you, how do you typically handle the quarterback rotation? Is it just that, like a 15th practice, like you said? Or since it's in front of the fans, do you approach it a little bit differently? Well, I, I think in front of the fans and in a game-like atmosphere matters to some degree. Um, but it just depends on, you know, if they feel they need more work in timing, you know, with Dylan and the other guys. Or if you feel good about it, you know, if I had Sam Bradford coming back, he, he's not going to be out there long. Right. Uh, he, I want to see the other guys and how they handle it. You know, that's what matters is building depth and uh, getting experience, you know, to these uh, younger guys. Uh, so, you know, I, it, again, uh, you know, Brent will handle it, you know, the right way, I'm sure. You know, I, I don't know if this story has gone under the radar. I mean, it, it broke yesterday, but, like, in terms of this aspect, you know, Jalen Hurts was replaced in a national championship game 
and now he's the highest paid player in the NFL at the same position that he got replaced in in the national championship game. Bob, I mean, it, it's just a really cool story, and uh, he got paid yesterday. Yeah. Well deserved. I, I love it. Uh, you know, I was only around Jalen that, that one year, and it was after I retired, but what a guy, what a young man, just sharp and uh, humble. Uh, work. He's worked, you could tell he's worked his butt off and his, all of his growing motion and everything that he's done, good for him. Excited uh, that he was a Sooner with us for a year. And, uh, yeah, couldn't happen to a better guy. I, I think it's awesome. And re- really, really happy for him. You know, and, you know, he's kind of an interesting story both ways. Like, he got replaced – but he also stuck it out the next season and was actually a big factor in them, uh, you know, with what they did the next year as, as Tua got hurt a little bit. So he's an interesting story in sticking it out even after something like that happened. But then on the flip side, he also went to the portal and had a great year at Oklahoma. So, I, you know, he's, yeah. it's just a, it's a really interesting story. A lot of guys would not have stuck around for that, that other year. No, an incredibly special person all, all around. Absolutely. Um, no, it's uh, just remarkable what he did and what he's done, and just really happy for him. You, you love it for guys like that, for it all to pan out in the end. And, you know, really, really special player, absolutely, and more special person. $250 million coming his Man. way. Incredible. It's a lot of rock and roll tequila, is what I say. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. That's right. All right, Coach, we appreciate you stopping by. Hosting Houston down there at Arlington Sunday, 2 o'clock. It's going to be on ESPN. Uh, good luck, Coach. Go get them, and we'll see you guys in the playoffs. All right, guys. I appreciate it. Right. Homer Sooner. Thanks, Coach. I love that our I just love our text line so much because I made a mental note at 19 minutes and six seconds of this hour. Coach, what was it like? And sure enough, that that text comes in right after. Uh, it's never not funny. It's Fantastic. amazing. Uh, coach is on a jet, says the texture in the 918. Sounds like he was headed to a jet, what yeah. it sounds like to me. How about that down there on the, uh, the floor of the, uh, what do you say, the state house representatives down there in austin pretty cool yeah who would have thought they'd be yeah i mean mixed reaction maybe whenever he uh he came in they're definitely dorks down there but surely they would have enough respect like you would have to respect bob stoops if you're a texas fan right i i i know that he housed them several times 63 14 65 13 just two of the massive blowouts that he had against them you know but surely Texas fans would at least have enough respect for a guy like that. You would think. You you would think for sure. But I'm sure there was a couple of uh, hooligans up there yelling. Uh, they probably spent the majority of that era mad at Mac more than anything else. He probably got a coach. What was it like uh, <laughs> to? Uh, to whip Texas all those years. Did you uh, did you ever hear uh, Chris Sims? I think after he left Texas, I think he came out and said publicly that Ma- uh, Mac Mac Brown was scared of Bob Stoops. That, that I think I remember that, well. that. Like I, I don't feel like Chris Sims is one. I don't feel like he wants to go back to Texas. Two, I don't know if there's you know if there's an open door for him to come back to Texas either. Yeah, it was a pretty weird situation all all the way around. Um, which, you know, we haven't had to deal with that, thankfully. But I can imagine 
that it's pretty uncomfortable whenever you lose, what, six straight years? Five? Five straight years. Five yeah. straight years. 2000 to, uh, to 04. 04. Five straight years to your your main rival in a in a period whenever you're supposed to be it's you know it's kind of what Michigan has been going through for Seriously. a long time. Well, Texas was winning ten games most of those years. Right. They just the thing that kept them out of a, playing for a title is is OU. Right. <laughs> all, all five of those. Uh, you know, I most of them. Imagine how uncomfortable it's going to be for Ohio State if they continue to lose to I Michigan know, and every coach that was connected to it and every quarterback and player. Is probably would probably feel the same way Sims does. So yeah, Brooks says Tyler, you're giving Texas fans a lot of credit. Probably it's the most credit that I'm going to give them, though. No, no more credit than that. Texans, Texas fans have no class. Char- it actually says Texans fans have no class, but I don't Fair. know. I don't know if Texans fans exist, so I'm going to guess it means <laughs> Texas fans. <laughs> There's no such thing as Gunny Texans says. Fans. So are Daryl K. Royal and the Bob Father the only two Sooners to stand in front of the Texas State Capitol and get out alive? Perhaps, perhaps that's uh, that's a good question. I guess D. Straight was from Austin, right? So maybe he did it. Maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. I guess are they going to? Na- I mean, they named the uh, the stadium after. Daryl Royal, they're going to name like the practice facility after Bob Stoops down there? Probably, and it'll be right off the highway like it's been forever, right? <laughs> All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hour number two rolls on. Keep hitting us on the text line, 651-3439. We'll be back. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref. How good does it feel to shop Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman? Huge savings are back good, like 8000 000- Hey, it's Chris Plank, and when I'm not calling games for the two-time defending national champion OU softball team, you can hear Josh Helmer and myself talk about him weekdays, 9 to noon, on The Plank Show. Plus, be sure to listen and subscribe to the Diamond Envy Podcast. That's the ref's OU softball podcast, hosted by Tyler McComas. Diamond Envy drops twice weekly with great guests and the latest softball information. Diamond Envy is brought to you by Cavens Maintenance Group. know what to do if you're stuck on the railroad crossing? Get out of your vehicle. If a train is not approaching, find the blue and white emergency notification system sign on the traffic signs at the crossing. For help, call the number on the sign and give them the crossing number so they know your location and can alert train traffic. Remember, find the blue and white to save your life. y'all this is monica paris with the lions bank as part of our mission we give you the resources you need to fulfill your vision and blaze your trail the lions bank recognizes and salutes our Alliance bank trailblazers a group of exceptional female industry leaders who started businesses and became leaders in their industry whether you're undertaking a new business venture purchasing a home or simply want more convenience the lions bank is here for you visit the lions.bank or give me a call at 405-286-5750 Tyler McComas here, and if you're like me and you love to bowl, Sooner Bowling Center has made it even easier for you and your family to bowl. Visit SoonerBowl.com and skip the line to make online reservations. You can reserve your lanes, book a group party, or birthday party all by just visiting them online. With great food from the Spare Time Grill, bowling, and the newest patio in town, Sooner Bowling Center is great for the entire family. 550 24th Avenue Northwest or visit SoonerBowl.com. 
Preparation makes all the difference on the playing field and in life. At McFarland Methodist Church, we believe that a strong faith is a great preparation for the ups and downs of life, and we have lots of ways to practice and strengthen our faith. Come be a part of a midweek Bible study or community service event, or join us for traditional or modern worship on Sunday morning. You're always welcome at McFarland, where we're changing lives that change the world. Learn more on our website at mcfarlandumc.org or call us at 321-3484. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. West Yalagosny Law is bringing you what caught Teddy's eye. When you call a law firm, do you want to actually talk to a lawyer at WIG? Communication is a priority. West Yalagosny Law, 405-800-8080. That's 405-800-8080. Let's get to it. Story number one is. Um, did you see that DeAndre Hopkins is trying to get out? Like Arizona's gone through the ringer, haven't oh they? They've got their their quarterback, and Kyler, coming back from a ACL injury. They've fired their head coach. They've got um, a former GM and, and others wrapped up in a, uh, a perhaps a cheating scandal and, and using burner phones and everything. Sounds like the NFL wants the owner outs. Uh, Sounds soon. like the NFL wants the owner out. Hopkins is, you know, tweeting and then deleting about wanting a raise and and wants a you know. There's people talking about preferred list of uh, trade places to go to. It's a mess in Arizona right now. Is that seems like a really bad situation for Kyler? You know, I, I, I it's interesting you say it because he is going through a lot of that, obviously, and so I think Saturday could be really good for him, just like it was for Baker last year, because Baker was kind of going through a lot, right? Just got dumped by the Browns, and we thought going in, like, maybe this is just a day that he needs where there's 70,000 people saying, we love you, you're awesome, and it kind of felt like that was the case. Like, maybe it's a very similar situation for Kyler this weekend. Yeah, well, I, I, I hope that's the case, and I hope he's – let's see – he tours ACL. It was in December, right? It was late in the season, wasn't it? I think so. So he's he's just what probably maybe um, five months into his rehab right now. He's probably moving around okay, but uh, he's probably still pretty hobbled and not able to do a whole heck of a lot. So hopefully he hopefully he gets to work and comes back as strong as he ever was. I don't know if you saw this. So kind of like college football the uh the light show the led light show that goes on after you score a touchdown um the dodgers have that in their baseball stadium uh the lights go out and the leds start flashing and going crazy well did you see they (laughs) they turned the lights off to start the led show on a home run ball that hadn't landed yet. Oh, no. So it goes dark in the stadium whenever oh. you've got a 100-mile-an-hour projectile Yikes. flying through the sky. Now, I don't know if it ended up pelting anybody or not, but, man, I, I 
that is uh, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen, right? Yeah, especially if the exit velocity is about <laughs> 115 miles no per kidding. hour, right? Like, regardless of what it is. Well, it must have far. been if they turned the lights out yeah, and it was well, a home yeah, run that yeah, quick. Yeah, good point. Uh, yeah, it's, that's, that's big yikes. Just, I hope Freddie Freeman wasn't the one that hit it. Yeah. Still bitter about it. Um, uh, now, I didn't know this. This is interesting, though. Uh, Jalen Hurts, you know, announced the uh, the big contract yesterday, two hundred fifty five million bucks. What was it like one ninety two guaranteed? I believe. Um, just coming out of surgery, had to have surgery to remove some hardware from his ankle. Um, so, I that's kind of interesting that the they make the announcement before he comes out of surgery. So, well, I left surgery and probably got a good tricep and bicep pump in, maybe yeah. the chest as well. He, he definitely went straight from the surgery to uh, to work you out. You think they had a dumbbell rack waiting in the lobby of the hospital for oh, him? I, I don't think they put him under during the surgery and just let him lay there on the hospital bed and get some curls in. That's what I think happened. Yeah, I just try and get some uh, extra work <laughs> in after the surgery. That's all I had. So there's a report out. I I guess the Cleveland Browns are going to be renovating their stadium soon. And there's a thought slash report um, that they could be playing in Ohio Stadium in Columbus, the home of the Ohio State Buckeyes, while their stadium renovation is taking place. Like, this is not official by any stretch. And I think some people are coming out Hmm. and saying that's not true. But they may have to find another place to play home games, and it could be Ohio Stadium in Columbus, which would actually be a good thing. It would actually have a team playing in Ohio Stadium that could stop the run and rush the passer, so it may not be all that bad. Uh, that's actually interesting. I wonder how that whole dynamic would work out. Is I can't remember. Is it turf? Yeah, I think it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah at the shoe, I think it is yeah, turf. That yeah. makes a little bit more sense. That would be weird, though. That'd be weird. Like the the Saints during Katrina, I think they played at LSU that season. Yeah, were, and were you yeah you were in the league during that time, right? Yeah. Did you play the, uh, at the Saints by chance, or play the know. Saints at all? No, I don't think so. Um, and remember the uh, the Vikings played at Minnesota. Yeah. Whenever the that, outdoor stadium. Yeah, the out, like, that's a Yikes. bad change because they went from the inside. Whenever the uh, what it caved in because of snow or something, right? So. Uh, that was a unique situation. The 2023 NCAA Gymnastics Championships was ESPN's most watched gymnastics telecast ever. The final drew 1.02 million viewers, up 10% from last huh. year. And of course, OU Women's Gym won their sixth title in the past nine seasons. So good well, for them. Yeah, I told you that I watched it and Oklahoma was in it, which made it obviously more of a draw for me. But it was still a really good broadcast that was fast-paced. You you were cutting in and out, action-packed. The scores were constantly updating on the screen. It was it was really interesting following along. It was cool. It was a good production. It was. Yes, is what you're Not saying. Not easy, but good production. I only read the headline of this. It happened right before the show, so I didn't have time to really read into it. But I guess the sports betting legislation failed to pass in Oklahoma today. Did you did you read this by chance? I did not. That's very disappointing. And strange. I don't understand how it could fail. Because I was in Kansas last weekend and it was like, ooh, I can do like DraftKings Sportsbook and bet on the baseball game while I'm up here. Let's go. I I don't know why what exactly the bill stated, but in general, 
I think it's it's a very very bad move for Oklahoma to do that. I you are allowing all because can we all agree that Oklahomans bet on sports? Uh yeah, I, I right? know I know many Oklahomans that do in fact bet on sports. That's right. And all you're doing is allowing that money to go somewhere else. You might as well try and capture it. And let's not I I feel like you kind of lose the the moral high ground whenever you already have casinos all over in Oklahoma. I don't know why it did or didn't pass. I guess I don't I don't know what the bill is, but it seems strange that you know, we were one of the first out there to allow the casinos outside of Vegas and Atlantic City and we're going to be one of the last for sports gambling. Seems strange. Uh, people were making fun of the Arkansas Razorbacks yesterday. Huh, In other shocker. news, it's Tuesday today. <laughs> um, Arkansas released. They didn't just get bowl rings for winning the Liberty Bowl over Kansas. They made a, a big social media push about it, uh, showing off the rings that said, like, bowl champions on them. So, yeah. I, it's so weird. Arkansas got bowl rings for winning the Liberty Bowl. I think they won seven games last year, maybe. I is that a recruiting thing? It has to be. Just man. to say, it ha- yeah, I, 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 for their sake, I, I hope that that's what it is. Just to be able to have a, like a, a, a presentation of hardware, like don't look too closely at all those rings over there in the, uh, the glass case, but we still have a bunch of hardware. <laughs> I know it's the the weed eater bowl and the Jimmy Kimmel bowl, but we still got a bunch of rings that we're piling up. Last one I have, oh, you got to commit last night for the 2024 class. Oh, Kelly really? KJ Daniels from the state of Louisiana. Five foot ten, 150 pounds. So he's a big dude, Teddy. 5'10", 150, but he can fly. Four, four, three, forty. Uh, he is a wide receiver. Uh, three star via rivals. Speed is what we're talking about here. So they got a really fast wide receiver last night. Yeah, uh, for, when you said he's really big uh, and 150 pounds, I was like, did you mean kilos? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, sounds like he's a burner. Um, and, you know, it, it's interesting. No rating yet? On 24-7, he's okay. got a three-star rating on rivals. Like, that, that, that'll that change. He'll, he'll probably be a three-star once it's all said and done, would be my guess. Don't know much about him, but I've got to guess that if he's a three-star – and he's got an Oklahoma, uh, offer from Oklahoma, and he's the size that he is, there must be something special Well, there. not only that, but it's an early take. You know, you know what I mean? Right. Like, if you're normally getting someone that's undersized and doesn't have a great star rating, that's kind of, well, we missed out on our big targets at wide receiver, and it's November right. or December when you're making that ad. But it's this is the third commit that they've had at the class. So yeah. I, I think that – what you're saying is, yeah, store-wise it doesn't look impressive, but this could be a really nice eval. Yeah, there, there, there must, there's got to be something there. Uh, al- be. Also, one more recruiting nugget for you. Um, OU's got several visitors in this week, but oh. one of them is the second cousin of Marcus Dupree. Offense, really? Offensive tackle Isaiah Autry out of Tupelo, Mississippi. He is a three-star offensive tackle, but he's got offers from Alabama, Auburn, Florida State, LSU, Oregon, amongst some others. Six foot six, two hundred and eighty pounds. Uh, second cousin of Marcus Dupree. 
His mom also played for Pat Summit at Tennessee and won a couple <laughs> of national championships. So, yeah. Uh, I'd say the pedigree checks out. It checks out just now, fine. He's got offers from – I'm assuming OU's offered him. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. OU, Tennessee, did you say? Uh, Yeah, I think Tennessee was there. Alabama, uh, Auburn, Florida State, <sighs> Oregon. You're it's telling an impressive me, offer list. Yeah. I don't I don't think that's I think that the old three star is a, is lagging here. Um you're not gonna get schools like that all on offering. an offensive tackle? For sure. Man. Right. Yeah, that's I'm I'm guessing an update incoming on uh, unless on everyone this kid. has the same idea and he really is a three star, but it's like, wait, his mom won two titles for Pat Summit and his cousin is Marcus Dupree. Well we'll just take a chance here and see what happens. See see if he grows into it. Yeah. I, I guess I don't know. I know nothing of the kid, but it seems like with an offer list like that, um, there must be some serious talent there. Good stuff. All right, quick time out. More from The Rush. Coming up, we'll wrap up our number two next. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref. How good does it feel to shop Lander Chevrolet of Norman? Huge savings are back good, like $5,000 off and 3.9% financing for 60 months on 2023 Silverado Crew Cabs, or take a total of $62.50 off MSRP. Plus, you get honest and transparent pricing. No surprise add-ons. So feel good and shop Lander Chevrolet of Norman and LanderChevroletNorman.com. Find new roads. Must finance with GM Financial. Offer for very well-qualified buyers. WAC. Does your checking account come with respect, gratitude, wisdom? At Armstrong Bank, that's what you can expect. For more than a century, we've been serving up exceptional customer service and financial guidance to our customers across Oklahoma and Arkansas. Open a checking account today so we can serve you too. Armstrong Bank, strength runs in our family. Visit armstrong.bank today. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. It's spring football time in Oklahoma, and time for Sooner Nation to pack the palace for the Oklahoma Sooner spring football game on Saturday, April 22nd. Let's welcome home Kyler Murray as he is forever immortalized in Heisman Park with the unveiling of his Heisman statue. There will be a limited quantity of promotional giveaways available for fans who attend the game, including a commemorative Kyler Murray poster. Don't miss your chance to be there and support Team 129. To purchase tickets, visit Soonersports.com tickets. Tired of your current living situation? With a variety of locations and over 40 floor plans to choose from, you can't lose with Home Creations. Every Home Creations home comes with enhanced included features such as built-in tornado safety features, quartz countertops, wood-like tile, and so much more. Live like a champion today by calling Holly of Home Creations at 405-364-9999 for more information. Home Creations. Needing some electrical upgrades around your house? Don't do it yourself. Trust the experts at Wade Electric. Wade Electric has been family owned and operated for over 50 years and is committed to the highest level of service and safety. Service changes, LED upgrades, electric car charger or backup generators, we do it all. Leave it to the experts at Wade Electric. Call 405-329-1940 to speak with our trusted professionals. No one wants to talk about their funeral and memorial service. However, the pre-planning staff at Primrose made it such a simple process. 
we were able to not only select our services, but we were also able to remove the financial burden from our children as well. If you have not taken the step of planning ahead, I encourage you to make the call today to Primrose Funeral Service at 321-6000 and let the great staff begin helping you planning your desired service. Somewhere, there's a river rushing through the woods while someone rushes through their day. There's a mountain looking up at the sky while someone looks down at their phone. A trail waiting to be walked while someone waits for a latte. This world is full of somewheres waiting for someone just like you. So go see yours at 154 National Forests and 20 Grasslands. And to learn more, visit nationalforest.org. The National Forest Foundation. See your somewhere. At the Carlstone, retirement is whatever you want it to be. Our 55-plus living community has a little bit of everything. From an incredible workout facility, a spa, to game and movie rooms, and even full-service dining. With our professional and caring staff members, you can rest easy knowing your loved ones are well taken care of. Call or visit us online today and start living the good life at the Carlstone. Now that open enrollment for health care coverage has ended, there's still several options to consider that just might benefit you. Need to purchase your own health insurance? Confused about Medicare? Considering offering benefits to your employees? Call the agents at Allison Insurance, featuring 70-plus years of combined insurance business experience. They're able to help clients avoid mistakes when purchasing individual or group health insurance. Call Allison Insurance at 800-580-5587 or 745-2968. They are the experts. Are you looking for the kind of OU apparel you can wear at work or dress-up events? The Jimmy Austin Pro Shop carries the best brands like Tommy Bahama, Peter Millar, Travis Matthew, Footjoy, Greg Norman, Polo, and most recently the popular Lululemon clothing line. Open seven days a week. It's the best shop around whether you're a golfer or not. If you need corporate special orders, they can do that too. Come out and shop or call the Pro Shop at the Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club at 405-325-6716. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you hour number two of the rush. Texture in the 405 says, y'all see the comments from Nick Evers at Wisconsin talking about how OU wasn't developing him as a quarterback. I hadn't, and I, I looked, at, looked at it during the break. Um, I guess he was asked, I, I'm guessing this is the response you're talking about, on what he would say is the biggest difference from last year in terms of the schools, the coaching staffs, and the player he's with. I guess ever said, quote, yeah, I mean, coaching is just a little bit, it varies just coach by coach. You know, the previous staff at Oklahoma had a certain way of doing things, and Coach Longo is a little bit more hands-on with all of his quarterbacks here, which is something that I really needed to develop and be the quarterback that I wanted to be going forward, in quotes. I'm guessing that's the quote that's being yeah. referenced there. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I, I guess I just – I don't know the dynamic there compared to the dynamic here. I think you – you last year and, – and I know it's a transition there at Wisconsin, but for Oklahoma, I'm sure he felt perhaps like he was on the back burner some because there was a mad scramble to get Dylan Gabriel up to speed, right? Yeah. So I'm sh- I-, I could understand that maybe he felt like he wasn't getting developed because 
there was a lot of focus on on Dylan Gabriel and getting him to where he was uh, in a good place and in charge of the of the offense. Who knows? I, I a lot of times you just don't know how to answer a question, and you know someone throws out a question to to get you to compare the two places and you just say something texture in the 405 lol yeah because when i think of badass quarterback play i definitely think of wisconsin (laughs) not ou please well in fairness new system at wisconsin new coaching staff there um we'll see what they do i mean i know they've they've talked about spreading it out being more aggressive on offense we'll see if that uh, actually takes place teddy the only thing i could think of for why the sports betting bill didn't get approved maybe it has to do with the casinos having an issue with FanDuel, DraftKings, etc and all the other companies that have a sports book thoughts i maybe uh, to be honest with you i don't know enough about it um i would i would think at least initially that they would have a really good leg up and in some of those places would you know I guess have to come in and implement their system I don't know um maybe that is the case I I feel like you could but I see like barstool casino going in like in every single state that's legalized gambling and they don't have an issue with it in those states or at least doesn't feel like it yeah I don't know. I don't know who was lobbying for it and who was lobbying against it. I just, I, I just, frankly, I don't know enough about it, really. Yeah. Um, on Monday, like the first weekday of the portal, there's more than 110 FBS football players in on the portal on Monday. Yeah. Um, and there's been a whole lot more since. So I, I don't think you're going to see the household names that you did the first time around, but there's still some recognize. I mean, Bear Alexander is a known name. Uh, Texas landed a Minnesota defensive tackle, Trill Carter, earlier this week. Hmm. He was, I think, it was an all, uh, an honorable mention, all Big Ten selection nice. at defensive tackle. So there's some depth there. Do you think OU is going to be active in any uh, particular positions in this yeah. portal cycle? D tackle, D line. I know they're available. I know they're active. I don't know whether or not they'll, they'll be successful because if you're a defensive tackle. That's played legitimate, productive, power five football. Everyone's going to be trying to get in on you. So I, I don't know. You know, I'm sure they're chasing all of those guys down. Are they in on any of those guys? I have no idea. You know, it'd be nice for them to land um, another defensive tackle to kind of add to the group there. I feel like they're thin. I mean, they've got some bodies, but. Feel like they're they're kind of thinned on the on the higher end. They could they could really add some production there, and it'd go a long way. Yeah, just tough to balance. Um, you need a player to position, but like, do you just need him for now, or are you going to need him in two or three years' time if they have two or three years of eligibility and giving that kid a scholarship? That's that's an interesting right. balance. Yeah, and I you know I guess it it also factors in on how many guys left. You know, if you've got scholarships that did come available. All right, quick timeout. We got the final hour of the rush coming up next.